after further review as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Um, but what is, I guess because we're like we said, we're going to transfer into our subject here. When is it going too far? Because the women's team for the national women's soccer team beat Thailand 13 to 0, which is an ass whooping. <laughs> just, just, let's just be frank. It was just a good old fashioned, passionate ass whooping with your lunch yes, money there was a, took in. I wonder if there was a Rick Astley performance going on because oh, there was a lot of Rick per- there was a lot of Rick rolling, uh, a lot of celebrating. A lot of people said that they weren't mad about the score. They were more mad about the celebration, I, especially after the eighth goal. And then, you know, well, after a while, they were counting on their fingers like one goal, two goals, three oh, goals. Like the count on Sesame Street. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, I mean, it was a Sesame Street session, basically. It was teaching kids how to count because, I mean, <laughs> they really gave it to them. Well, look, I'll just say I didn't really have a problem with it. I mean, you don't like being scored on? Stop them. And then you don't like them celebrating? Well, look, scoring a goal in the World Cup, how many people can say that they do that? I mean, hell, the 13 goals scored in one game was more than the men's team has done in their last, David, is it three, four World Cups combined? Yeah, it's, it's been a long while since the men's national team has scored 13 goals. But the thing about it is some people were saying, well, you scored that many goals because of the point differential, which is which is true. A goal differential is factored into you know tie breaks or or however they do the standing. And then people say, well, the pool you're in, you're probably going to go undefeated anyway. So what does the goal differential mean? I mean, let's face it. I mean, I mean if there wasn't goal differential, would you have put up the 13 goals against them? I mean, I mean they basically just put on a, a straight clinic on this team. I mean, I, I've seen it before. I, you know, th- trust me. This past summer, I mean. I got a lot of ass whoopings this year doing AAU basketball. Our team just was not that good. And I mean, some of the scores were really lopsided, like 85 to 20 or 74 to 15. Uh, One of our teams, our eighth grade team, I didn't coach the team. My other guy helped out because the coach was gone. They got beat 77 to 5. Oof. Yeah, oof is right. And I mean, it's not fun at all. Now, were some of these teams running up the score? No. Some teams were, though. You know, they were trying to put on a dunk show. And, and Well, I, I know we, we've mentioned this subject many a time. I mean, the, you tell, I mean, when you get a big, you're not going to take your foot off the accelerator because, for one, you don't, you also, I mean, Derek, I think you said this too, you don't want your players to, who get are hurt. getting in and right. who are, don't get a lot of playing time, they get in. You don't want them picking up bad habits. True. You want them to... You basically just keep playing as if it were, if it was a close game, right? Hey, and Jared says, "You run it up, it's fine, but don't have your starters in." Right. I mean, and and that, and I do agree. I do agree with him there. I mean, or look, keep pressing, or yeah, like if, or keep passing the ball in football. Let's say in in football, like if you you get up 
real big. Like if you put up a fifty spa hot by the end of the third quarter with these stars, okay, then you can pull them out and then just put your backups in. Right. And at that point, but you talk, but don't just be doing. <laughs> but then they'll probably just do run normal plays as well, and mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna have them pass. I know. I've seen I've seen that before where team will be up by forty and they're still throwing eighty yard bombs. That's the best. Uh no. But that's I mean, right that's different because in, in soccer or football or however you want to call it, if you only have three substitutions, so your first if you're pulling out stars because it's your first game you want to kind of set the tempo for how you want to play you know the rest of the group stage. You it's not like you can sub out, you know, eight or nine stars. And then put all kids out. You yeah, have, that's if true. you have a team of eleven stars, yeah, you can replace three of them, but the other eight are still going to have stars in it. I think my thing is, I don't have. But there, the women's team did this, David. Well, I mean that's, that's uh, part of football. They run, the, I want to. I think you would have went for the uh, machine gun. Uh, yeah, the, the, I mean they. It, it was bad, David. Thirteen goals. I mean, could they at least just had eight but, or I mean, nine? Thailand's not good though. So I mean, Thailand is a team that would give up. Yeah, I mean it's not. It's goals. not. It's so not. It's not just Team USA. Yeah, I mean, look, you United States women's soccer is a monolith. They're a powerhouse. And it's not their fault that Thailand's women's soccer team is a dumpster fire. I mean, this is pretty much what happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, the yeah, and I think okay. the U.S. just Stop. scored again. Right. Look at that. They did. Then they put the reload. Look at it. Got the clip going, and then watch. Look at that. Just kept reloading on Thailand. Just kept reloading on them. And I try to understand that. I mean. If if they're not gonna stop you, they're not gonna stop you. And but I, I think, but when I looked at some other sports talk shows, a lot of people did complain that they didn't like the celebrating. Could the celebrating been like, you know what, we scored on them again? I understand you want to do. But when is too much celebrating? Too much, especially a staking leg alert. Yeah, I mean at that, I mean at that level, I mean the world. And I said too, the World Cup. I mean. How many, how many times do you get a chance to score a goal at the World Cup? It could very well be your last. I mean, that's something only happens once every four years. I mean, if this if this was like like a middle school soccer game, and you had some kid doing the stanky leg after he scored a goal, then yeah, I could I understand the whole don't celebrate it. And act like you've been there before, but this is something that happens once every four years. So I mean, you can't really blame them unless they. It's not like they go, they score, that they flip the double bird and say something that rhymes with duck boo. No, they did this. Basically, this is what they did. I mean, they just pretty much. They, they, I mean, they just gave them the motor. <laughs> they, yeah, they ran them over. They ran. The, I mean. I mean that's pretty much what they did. They pretty much ran them over. I mean it, it was it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> I enjoyed it though. No, it, I mean I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I mean when it comes to sports where it comes to country pride, I mean you got to put some teams in their place. I mean I guess we're the big bad old USA, but the fact of the matter is, is that when your team is just 
ass. You, you just got to get that ass whooping. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what complicates it in terms of the discussion of whether the celebrating was going over the top is that there are other you know, former professional football players that are part of the conversation, and some of them were having kind of questions about, okay, is it too much to celebrate? And they're ones that know about the World Cup every four years, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, wanting to enjoy the moment. So I think for a lot of kind of the casual or semi-casual football fans, they're looking at the professionals. They're saying, oh, if they have a problem with this, and it's kind of a hop-on issue or debate between former professional players, then it's like, okay, then I can be more confident in saying, okay, yeah, I have a problem with that. But in terms for me, I mean, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, if, if it's 20 to nothing, I'm still celebrating. I don't care. But now I guess I think the U.S. women's team can't win because when you go in there and you take care of business, you're, you're seen as the big bad bully. But heaven forbid it's a close game, then it's like, man, why would you even bring that team out there? You guys suck. So it's almost like it's a catch-22 position. Like, where's the middle ground at? What's a good score? 8-0, to 7-0, 4-0? at what point do they need to do they need to put a mercy rule in after 8 nothing? I know that's what it is in high school. Yeah, but that's high school. These are professionals. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and it's you're putting your best foot forward as a country, so... I don't know of having a mercy rule. You know, mercy rules for kids. Uh, I, exactly. You know, like, like, like they said. You know, you silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. You know. Yeah, like and so hey, yeah. Mercy rules are for Although kids. Although so, some of these mercy rules go way too far. Like how? Well, let's throw it back to probably about five years ago when we referenced a youth football team in Georgia. Kid picks off a pass, takes it to the hizzy. First ever touchdown that he scored. Oh, wait. That put them over 30 points. And in this league, you can't score more than 30 points or your coach gets suspended for a week. Oh, I, I you know what? I forgot all about that. Yeah, that one. That's right one there, that's Frank, bring it back from the vault. You you blew the dust off that subject. That, yeah, that one. That one's just ridiculous. I mean, look, what are you going to tell the kid? I mean, he was playing. He was playing the game. He had never scored in his life. He picked off a pass. You're going to tell him to just drop to a knee and give up on the play? Did they, no. They, did, they, did they take away the score, or did they gave him the score and the coach got suspended? I think it. the score counted, but the coach ended up getting suspended, which to me is Bush League. That is Bush League. I, yeah, yeah, it's I, not, I it's not like the kid started doing the stanky leg in the end zone after he scored. True. That is true. But I think that's right. where our phrase "staking leg alert" was born. Yeah, I think it was. Was it you or David brought up a subject about how the scores were getting ridiculous in football and basketball as well? Yeah, that's. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's where it got brought up, and then, and then we laid the staky leg as homage to it. Exactly. But and I don't. But I will tell you, mercy rules in professional grown folk sports. No. No, no, no! I don't need that. I think maybe college. College? No. No, no. If you're over 18, you don't need a mercy rule. Heck, I mean, I'm not even – I guess I'm I'm happy about – I know they do it in football in Ohio. I don't know what they do in Michigan. I know if it's over 30 points in the second half, they keep the clock running. In the first half, if it's over 40 points, it's a running clock. Second half, if it's over 35. Right, right. 
in Ohio, I believe it's after if you go over thirty five or thirty, they get the clock running in the second half. I mean, that's understandable. You don't need to be stopping that. I think, and they do it in basketball. But yeah, I think basketball it, if it gets but, over forty points. But in Ohio, I think it's you have to ask both coaches if they agree upon it, and you know sometimes. But like I said, I've been there. It's it's an empty feeling when you're getting your teeth your teeth kicked in, and, and and the other team is and they're trying. Like I said, most people are usually good sports. If you're getting your butt whooped, they usually put in the bench players to get them some time. But it's it's even worse. When the bench players are giving you the butt whooping and you just want to basically crawl in a hole and hide, hide. I mean, it's just horrible. Yeah. So, so pretty much we agree that there's not there's nothing wrong with it, but if you but just don't have your starters in, and right? If you're beating somebody, if you're destroying somebody that bad, and. Also, make sure that uh, if your players do score, that they don't do this. Wait for it to queue up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do this. Yeah, they don't start doing this. We don't have rights to this this song. That's the disclaimer on the Facebook. Yeah. Or also on the SoundCloud. I'd be like, well, I guess I disagree with that point. I leave the starters in. Do you want to... You don't want him to dance, stop him. But it's exactly. 13 behind the ball. Well, yeah, but if you know you can't stop him, I mean, what what do you get out of it? Exactly. Like LeBron James said, be better tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's tomorrow. That's not today, David. Well, tomorrow could be the next game. It could be as you qualify for the next World Cup. It could be the second half. I mean, it the thing about the game was it was three nil at halftime, so it wasn't a blowout. Yeah, it was. The, it was thir- the end result was thirteen to zero. Well, yeah, but but at the half when they could have made all these adjustments. Yeah, but David, three zero, zero in the second half. But ten goals. Yeah, ten goals is a lot in a half. Three zero though, isn't that kind of pushing it as a? Uh, this looks looks like it might get a little ugly. Yeah. Well, no, I, w- I would say at 4-0, four, four then it's a little, okay, it's oh. starting to become a blowout. One but more, one nil. more. Yeah, right, one okay. more goal. Right. And then they went in there and they just put on, they, I mean, like Anthony Stang, rest his soul, the great one on this show, they really poured it on, like they Genoa do. football. <laughs> yeah. And now former Genoa coach is now in my neck of the woods again, right. Mike Vickers. I mean, they really, they poured it on like Mrs. Butterworth in the second, in the second half. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's a life lesson, Thailand. You know, if you're, I think the down, girls were crying put, when they were. Put some more defenders about it. Stop the bleeding. Yeah. Sometimes it makes you wonder: Should we even qualify for this tournament? Because I had a lot of those this this past spring. <laughs> yeah. Also, want to shout out uh, Sergeant Bolster for joining us on the live feed. Who's that? I Daniel Bolster. Okay. Sergeant? So, yes, he's a sergeant, sergeant in the U.S. Army. Really? How long has he been the sergeant? The uh, I think he re- he just recently got promoted to sergeant. Wow. Now, how do you know him? Um, uh, I've known him for at least 10 years. Really? Was he in the Army then? No, he he he's a former athlete at Dundee. Oh. Played quarterback. Was also He also played basketball and baseball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also plays for the Pete's Garage slow pitch softball team. Pete's Garage. We haven't talked about Pete's Garage in a while. You still go up there? Yeah, I still do. Okay, does he go up there? Yeah, we usually go up there after softball. 
Mm-hmm. But he's also gonna, he's all, Dad's also going to be a dad soon. Oh, well, congratulations to him. Uh, does he know the sex of the child yet? Uh, they, they are keeping it a surprise. <laughs> so they know, but no one else knows. I believe that's how they're doing it. Oh, okay. I mean, usually sometimes people have those... Um, Reveals, reveals. And they're, and they're, stuff. they're keeping it a surprise. You so. see the reveal where they had a, uh, a, a alligator busted open. Uh, it was in Florida. The guy was doing a reveal party, and you know they do the balloons, and you pop yeah. the balloon. Yeah. Well, there was an alligator sitting there, and he was antagonizing the alligator, and the alligator uh, ate it, and then it, I think it was blue dust came out. I think it was a boy. <laughs> no, no, it was a pink one. Pink one. Okay, that was girl. Like, ah. Yeah. I don't know why you'd want to antagonize the alligator. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do a lot, Florida, silly, I mean, yeah, a lot of silly things. Yeah, but, Florida's effed up. But to your friend. Congratulations, and thank you for watching and supporting After Further Review. Uh, did we have one more one more segment? What was it, one more subject? I'm not sure. I might. I got 10 minutes. I think that, that might be it. I've got a... I'm going to have to get going because I've got a couple things to take care of before I go announce Legion Baseball today. Legion Baseball. Uh, was it the Blissville Pulse 357 Oh, 325. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, it's the the Wolverine Invitationals going on this weekend. Mm. And Blissfield ended up opening with a couple of victories. They beat Hudson Legion Post 180. Is that why you got the Blissfield hat on? The, aren't they like the Blissfield bad boys? The triple Bs? No, no, no. They're, oh, okay. okay they're, it's okay. just Post 325. Okay, I thought, you know, I thought they were like LeVar Ball and Big Baller brand. Nah. You got the Blissfield bad boys, the triple Bs. Nah. And then they also beat Oak Harbor Post. Oak Harbor, Ohio? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and I think I'll have to look Is it up. Is this a wood bat league? No, no, no. They, Straight aluminum, homie, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they play Amer- American League rules. Okay. Yep. So they yeah, they beat Oak Harbor post one fourteen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think they play. Uh, I want to say it's San. I can't remember who they play. I'll have to look up from this uh, this guy I follow on Twitter. The the cesspool of Twitter, the land of fakeness. <laughs> yeah, some of it is. Is look. I'm looking it up. I think they will play. They'll play Wheeling today. Hey, out of West Virginia. Since it's the Wolverine. Uh, yeah. Yep. Got a Wolverine. A Wolverine. A Wolverine sound effect here. Yeah. By the way, Phil Martelli is now an assistant coach with Michigan basketball. Yeah. That. One. Yeah. I think though, I mean, I think that was a a good move. I know he's been he's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Let's say let's say Joe's on a magical run in two thousand four with Jameer Nelson and who else? Ah, crap. Who? No, he messed around with LeBron's mom. Oh, Delonte West. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He was on that squad as well. Oh, Phil Martelli Christ. was at. He was, oh, Christ on the cracker. Uh, Phil Martelli was at St. Joe's for twenty five years, I believe. So he had a long stint there, but what what else is going on? So you so you basically what time is the game? Well, the- let's see. Well, weather permitting, they're supposed to play Ottawa Post, Ottawa Ohio Post sixty three at three forty five, and they're supposed to why play. the posts? 
It's the American Legion post. Oh, okay. So these guys are playing for the American Legion, the local American Legion. Isn't that where the old people drink paps, blue ribbon on, stuff like that? That might be the VFW. Oh, the V. What's this? What's the difference between the post and the VFW? I thought they were the same thing. Yeah, they're di- they're different organizations. Oh, okay. What's the post? Is that the younger hip? The American American Legion. Uh, and uh, you'll just have to, just have to look them up. I don't have that all that stuff in front of me. Okay. They'll play Wheeling, West Virginia post one at six o'clock and then Wow. Some team from Wheeling, West Virginia. Yep. The championship round will be the will be on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be interesting. They did. They start out Blissfield started off their season going three and three in the Pemberville round robin. Mm-hmm. And they played uh Pemberville post one eighty three, Lancaster post eleven and uh Adams Township Post 553, which is actually based out of here in Toledo. Adams Post? Adams Township. Oh, that's actually, you know where Adams Township is, don't you? Um, drawn blank. It's in the Rogers area. Oh, okay. It used to be Adams Township until they got annexed by the city of Toledo in the early 60s. little knowledge for you here on 88.3 WCG's Education. The more you know. Yes. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah. But you will be doing a lot of this over at the at the post when you're doing it. Uh, I mean, I won't be like Mason, though. Somebody said, I heard from the grapevine, you're like the white Mason. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, okay. You know, you're being modest, huh? Uh, yeah, I tend to be. And then the following following weekend, the, in Blissfield, they'll be headed down to Chillicothe, Ohio. You? I... I won't be because I will be staying back in the area. I have to announce the uh, the Farm Bureau Invitational, which is like their ju- their junior team will be playing in. Basically, the FBI. <laughs> I know that's what that's what I, t- I was talking with Greg Saylor, who organizes that, and mm. he said, "Are some people going to call it the FBI?" It is the Farm Bureau Invitational. <laughs> yeah, the FBI. Yeah, so or sometimes good. some people call it the Female Body Inspector. <laughs> Okay. Hey, that's what the FBI stands for sometimes. Yeah, but so I've got got a lot coming up. Up with baseball, it should be fun. Right. So that's later today with the Blissfield. If it does, it's supposed to rain later today. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be the. That's what it's all been. They're supposed doing. to play two games today, and then tomorrow would be the championship rounds. It's basically the top. What they do is they take the top two teams from each pool. Mm-hmm. Well, and then. They had help put them in the semifinals, and and the winners will play for the championship. Wow! So once again, Frank being busy, a busy week for you. you got NBA draft next week, in, uh, NHL draft on Friday. Then you're doing the 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 announcing for baseball. Yeah, I think, the, I'm gonna try to get Darren Cohn on the show next. Yeah, week. I mean that next week is gonna be tough for me because I got because I have games to announce Thursday night, Friday night, and uh, pretty much all day on Saturday. You can tough it through, dude. You are like a legend in Lenawee County. <laughs> And in Monroe County. <laughs> Anthony Bellino joined us. Wow, from the Blitz. He's been having some good material on the Blitz, especially after that walleye run. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you haven't been paying attention? You don't listen to the Blitz in the morning, or are you just too busy with all the announcing that you've been doing? You're kind of like I'm, a mini Bellino. I'm very busy with work, but I, work. Mean, Anth- but I mean, Anthony's somebody who I model my style after. Oh, really? Yeah, he is really good. I mean, he does Michigan stuff, Toledo stuff. I mean, he's all over the place. But yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I think is he Derek, one of your father figures. Like, yes, he's, uh, is he one of your father figures? Hey, well, 
Oh, well, let's just say somebody who I model my game after. We'll your, just leave it at that. Your game, basketball game or PA my announcing game? game. Announcing. How, what is? Explain that real quick. Announcing game. How do you model after Anthony Bellino? I mean, I kind of uh, do it similar to how he would for basketball, or I mean, I'm not. I mean, even for baseball as well. Mm. Oh, but um. Has, a, he, has he always been your your father? Or are you always like Bellino? Oh yeah, I think ever since I got to know him being down down here in Toledo. Right, you know he's from Michigan too. I think he's yes. from Monroe. Yeah, right? he play, he went to Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central. Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central. Okay, SMCC, right? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm just trying to get that straight here because when you're up in the mitten, sometimes it's like a tie kissing your sister. Yeah, but. Got the old man watching everything, but Frank, yeah. once again, like I said, you're the most busiest man. But we, you know, we always got to get this, this song off. For yeah, you. but if you want to know who my father figures, it's Steve Eiserman. Huh? How? I said that when he got hired as GM, he was the father figure that all Detroit sports fans needed. Yeah, you did say that, but you guys, how you you don't really play hockey? You like hockey, but yeah, who, how does he make an impact in your life? I mean, let's be honest. How does Steve Eisenman make an impact on you? You just like him because you think, once again, that he's going to bring wins. Because he's committed to doing stuff the right yeah, way. Yeah, but you said that about Matt Patricia. Well, Steve Eisenman's got a little bit more, a uh, cr- little bit more credentials than Matt Patricia does. Oh yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't look like a bum on the uh, podium and with a pencil yeah. in his ear. But but then I think your father figures would be Anthony Bellino and Mike Valeni. We know Mike Valeni is a definite father figure. Understand me. Well, David, what you got on going on for the weekend? Well, more, I mean, I would say it's baseball, but eh. so it'll probably be more planning for my official NFL preview for the season coming up. NFL preview. The NFL season is in for another another three months away, David. Are you doing an NFL preview, uh, Frank? Uh, I'm leaving that to David. Oh, okay. Because that's not till that's 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 David's pond. I'm not going fishing in. Okay. Uh, Okay. I'm let I'm let David handle all that stuff. Eight weeks. Okay. Well, yeah. Training camp is also opening up and everything for that, but. Once again, as we get on out of here, you know, this is favorite part of Frank's show. And again, we do not own rights to this music. (laughs) But he does have his father figures. Isn't it pretty cool that Bellino checked in on the show? Yeah, it is. the end of time. Thanks. But we're going to get on out of here, though. Listening to 88.3 WTs after further review. Uh, guys, have a, you know, have a really good weekend. Back on the air, finally. The, I don't know if they got the 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 tower fixed or they actually switched it over because it was on uh, WXTS for like two or three months. Yeah, we actually lost a few shows. Believe it or not, that that you know, we never like to have that happen. We lost the lady of hey. WXT of Kayla. She kind of got tired of uh, not knowing where we we're going to be on the air. And Tim and Vicky haven't been here for a while. Usually, it's good to see their uh, bright smiles. Yeah. Um, but make sure you always check us out on the podcast that's on uh, iTunes and also on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud, after further review, 
or WXUT's After Further Review, and then on iTunes, just After Further Review. And like I said, subscribe to the show. When you do, the new episodes that we download pop up right on your phone, and you can go take a listen. Also, give us a rating if you have an iPhone, which is the best phone to have. No Android, please. Absolutely. But I know David uh, doesn't agree with us, right, David? Hey, like Toronto, we just do things a little differently with Team Android. Have a good weekend, David. All right, see you next week. Yeah, that was David, the man of God. Harris, Frank Hizzy, about to pack up. Thanks for uh, Jared Jansen tuning in. My mom tuned in. Scott tuned in. Chris Vickers tuned in. And uh, nice shirt, Frank. Thanks. <laughs> As you can see it in the in the video. It's been a presentation of 88.3 WHT's After Further Review. We're always on Saturdays, 11 to 1. And once again, on the podcast, on uh SoundCloud and iTunes for Frank and David. I'm Derek. Peace. See you guys next weekend.